Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 in the morning until 6.55, so it's about a 15-minute phone call. Sometimes we run a little bit longer, sometimes a little bit shorter. It just depends on the host and what information they have to share that particular day. If you ever miss any of these calls, you can always go back and pick them up on Sound. Cloud, spelled S-O-U-N-D-C-L-O-U-D, put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and search TR90, and these calls are archived back seven years. So with that being said, for those of you that may not know who I am, I am Susan Mann. I live in Portland, Oregon, and I am... Well, currently a substitute teacher and a tutor-er, which means I tutor kids. Still, I'm still very active in the education field. But when I was in high school, my grandmother had, for many years, already had some heart issues, and she had adult-onset diabetes at that time, and her husband, my grandfather, on that side of the family, had Um, He died of a heart attack during my senior year in high school. And the other side of the family, the grandfather had adult onset diabetes. And I'm just going, I do not want to go down this particular rabbit hole. And so I have been very diligent about being interested in exercise, health, and nutrition because I didn't want to give myself shots. I don't like needles. For some reason, that really bothered me. But the exercise, I felt, was a good way to kind of keep things in balance. And lo and behold, the PR90 program came out, and I really loved it. So here I am. So I, the TR90 program is one meal a day, two shakes a day. The meal should be a good, a good high-quality, clean meal. Three snacks a day. 30 grams of protein at three of your meals, seven to nine or more servings of fruits and vegetables will help with that as well. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise, 30 minutes for five days a week. You can do more than that. Always a good thing. If you actually hit a plateau, you might want to add an extra shake, or you may want to add a little bit of extra exercise. Just that will help. Getting seven to nine hours of rest daily. Really important to help your body reset overnight so that it starts continues to move forward. The current thinking is that a person should be drinking at a minimum one ounce of water for every two pounds that they weigh. Now, if you're exercising heavily, if you are in a humid area, you're probably losing more fluid, so you probably will need to drink more than that just to keep your body hydrated. And hydrated, a hydrated body will actually flush out the toxins quicker, which is why we highly recommend you drink that water and If you are really exercising heavily and sweating profusely, take 
just the smallest, smallest little pinch of tea salt and drop it into a glass of water and drink. And that will actually help um, rebalance some of those electrolytes in your body so that um, you're actually staying hydrated and not um, losing everything you need. So I am always looking to share additional information that might help us with our TR90 program. And a wonderful book that I had stumbled across many years ago was Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. And realize it was published in 2006, so and I still keep going back and referring to it because the information in here is just absolutely fabulous. Last week, I was sharing some information about soy and soy products and why it's a good source of protein, getting it more from the whole bean or from fermented soy, which is really good. And the next section on this starts out with soy and your thyroid. Many people ask Dr. Pratt about soy and thyroid dysfunction. In general, adequate dietary iodine seems to be protective against soy's occasional potential for promoting thyroid hormone abnormalities. In addition, epidemiological studies show that soy consumption may reduce the risk of for thyroid cancer. So how much soy should you eat? It can be difficult to figure out how much soy is beneficial to health because many consumers look for amounts of soy isoflavones on soy food labels. Unfortunately, some foods don't list isoflavones. Some others list isoflavone amounts that are inaccurate and some foods list isoflavin fortification. And Dr. Pratt doesn't recommend relying on added isoflavins. There isn't enough evidence to confirm the long-term safety of the isoflavin-fortified products. Here's the key for shopping for soy foods. Check the protein content on the label. In general, the best way to learn the isoflavin content of a food is to rely on the listed protein content. The protein content of the food is closely linked to the isoflavin content. Mm, that's a good thought. You can get the benefits of soy with as little as 10 grams of soy protein a day. For example, one quarter cup of soy nuts has about 15 grams of soy protein. While soy nuts are high in calories, most people love to eat a scant most people love to eat a scant quarter cup while relaxing at the end of the day. That's all it takes to get the benefit of the soy. Now some of Dr. Pratt's patients love soy foods and others do not. Whether you enjoy a tofu stir fry or have no interest in cooking with soy foods, you can enjoy the benefits of soy in your diet. Many people aren't aware that there are a variety of ways to enjoy soy. So here are a few ideas. Soy milk. Soy milk is made from soybeans that have been ground, cooked, and strained. A wide range of um, a wide range of varieties 
is available in the market, including aseptic packages, which will keep for a long time, or fresh and even fresh flavored soy milk. Some people find that the fresh soy milk available in the market case or in the dairy case tastes the best. Try a few brands until you find one that you like. As there's quite a wide variety of flavors, soy milk can be used as a substitute for cow's milk in pancakes, muffins, and cakes. Soy flour. Soy flour is made from ground whole soybeans. Use it as a supplement to supplement other flours to increase the protein content of breads, cakes, and cookies. One quarter cup of soy flour has 8 to 12 grams of protein. As it contains no gluten, it can't be used to replace white or wheat flour entirely in baked goods. Use it in quick breads by substituting up to a quarter cup of wheat flour with the soy flour. When baking yeast breads, replace two tablespoons of each cup of wheat flour with soy flour. That will boost that protein in your bread baking. Soy nuts. Soy nuts are soybeans that have been soaked in water and then baked or roasted until they are lightly browned, toasty, and crunchy. They're high in protein, isoflavins, and soluble fiber. Remember, we talked about fiber a while back, and it's important for us to get that fiber into our systems. Hence all the fruits and vegetables. However, they're also high in calories. One quarter cup of soy nuts contains 136 calories and 16 grams of protein. So limit your intake. Read labels carefully when buying soy nuts. Some varieties have lots of added salt, sweeteners, and oil. Edeame, spelled E-D-A-M-A-M-E. Edeame are green soybeans in their pods. You can find edeame in many supermarkets in the frozen food section. To prepare edeame, briefly boil the pods in lightly salted water. They taste like slightly sweet lima beans. And kids in particular enjoy popping the soybeans from the pods into their mouths. A cup of shelled edeame contains about 23 grams of protein. Tofu. Tofu is perhaps the best-known soy food, a white cheese-like food made from the curdled soy milk and shaped into blocks. Tofu is available everywhere, and you can buy it firm, extra firm, soft, soft, or silken. Firm tofu is good for using in stir-fries and soups. Or it can be broiled or grilled or baked because it quickly absorbs marinades and flavorings. Even those who don't like tofu in dishes will enjoy silken tofu in smoothies, dips, and dressings. Tofu is perishable, so check the expiration date on the package. Keep it in a covered container in the refrigerator and change the water it soaks in daily. Tempeh. Tempeh. Popular in Southeast Asia, tempeh is made from fermented cooked soybeans, other grains, and flavorings. It has a nutty flavor and can be added to chili, sloppy joes, or burritos. Or rinse and cut into patty-sized squares, warm in barbecue sauce, and create a tempeh sandwich. 
it, in some ways, some of the tempeh, if you get the right ones, they, it tastes a little bit like um, brie cheese or Roquefort cheese. It, it has that, um, because it is fermented, it's, it's got that, that extra umami flavor to it. Miso. Miso is a soy ingredient that is gaining in popularity in North America. It adds flavor and depth and incremental amounts of isoflavones to foods. It is a staple in Japanese cooking. A fermented soybean paste, miso is made when soybeans and various grains, such as rice or barley, are cooked and cooled and then inoculated with a friendly mold and allowed to culture. Miso ranges in color from pale yellow to a dark, rich chestnut brown and in flavor from sweet to salty. The lighter misos are sweeter, fruitier, and more subtle, while the darker misos are hearty, robust, and complex. There are three kinds of miso. Shiro, spelled S-H-I-R-O, miso, which is the white miso. Aka, A-K-A, which means red. And awase, A-W-A-S-E, miso is blended, plus many varieties within those categories. Experiment with the various types of miso. Like vinegars, they are adaptable to different cooking uses. Miso keeps well in the refrigerator for several months. Always use a clean spoon to remove some from the container. When used raw in dressings or in cold preparations, miso adds a healthy bacteria to the system, just as yogurt does. If mold forms on the surface, just scrape it off. It is perfectly safe to eat. Miso is high in sodium, so use it sparingly as a salt alternative. And avoid using additional salt when preparing a dish using miso. Mix a scant tablespoon of miso in a cup of warm water for a simple health pool. For a vinaigrette or a marinade with a delicately complex flavor, combine two tablespoons of miso and a mix of two types is nice with a minced shallot, half a cup of fresh lemon or lime juice with the zest, and a quarter cup of extra virgin olive oil and black pepper. Allow the miso to steep in the liquid for five minutes to soften and then whisk until smooth. And here are some great ways to get soy into your diet. Use soy milk in place of cow's milk in baking and on cereals. These are both good ways to get children to eat some soy as most won't even notice the difference from cow's milk. Sprinkle soybean sprouts on salads and tuck them into sandwiches. Add soybeans to soups and casseroles. Add some soy flour on have or keep some soy flour on hand to mix into pancakes, cakes, and other baked goods. That's where the protein boost. A lot of people add protein boost in doing the same types of ratios. Add pureed silken tofu to dressings and dips. And I believe we reached the end of our time, so I'm going to stop there and I'm going to take everybody off mute so that we can say goodbye to each other. So hopefully I didn't bore you with soy. 
No. It's actually really interesting because it's never been something that I have used in, or eaten in my life, so I, I need to explore it some more. Well, and when I found out that I was wheat, dairy, and uh, wheat and lactose intolerant and a whole bunch of other things back in, oh, gee, was it 2007, 2008? Mm-hmm. It was like I started doing a lot more experimenting because, you know, I was having a problem. And so I started out with soy milk and I've moved on to coconut milk because it's got some other benefits that are good. Mm-hmm. So I, in general, I go for the non-GMO ones because they're actually better for you. They haven't been modified. <laughs> and some of them are quite, the soy milks, are, some of them are really quite good. So and, I have to go know, and learn. I have to. I have to rewire my brain and learn some more. Well, and the silken tofu, if you toss a brick of that into a blender and some chocolate, you can actually make like a chocolate pudding or a mousse. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. it's, and you can put it back into the fridge and let it set up even a little bit more and get chilled and it's really good. And you don't even know that it's, not made with non-dairy products. Interesting. Okay, yeah. I could I could start with chocolate pudding. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's one of those things that I picked up from um, the jazzy vegetarian, Laura, let's see, what is her last name? I forget what her last name is. But it was one of those things that she does is, she takes the silken tofu and she blends it up and she she might use cho- vegan chocolate chips and m- melts it into or grinds it up into the thing with, in the blender and some that she mm-hmm. makes potic- and other things with. But that, you know, you can always start there and work your way up. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Susan. Oh, you're welcome. It's amazing what you learn when you have to. <laughs> yes. And in about one minute, Facebook Live should be having uh, one of our wonderful, on One Team Global, one of our wonderful leaders teaching people how to build a new skin business. So that should be happening shortly, too. Have a great day, and thank you. Oh, I will, and you as well. I get to go and get prepped for a temporary crown so that they can put the permanent one in in a couple of weeks. So that will be lots of fun. <laughs> Good yes, for you. Then you'll have Taking care of your mouth is the... You know, well, it's a, you know, for it. it's one of those things that I've kind of been putting off, but everything is aligning up right to get it done now, so I'm doing it, I'm getting it done so that it'll be over and done with. So, And then good. you'll have a lovely new tooth and everything will be well. That's and right. And you know, your, your oral care is so important, especially with COVID. It's so important to keep your gums and your teeth healthy. Very, very important. And where well, are your gums? The right, right next to your brain. 
Oh, yeah. With all those nerve endings and roots reaching up that direction, too. (laughs) And it's also important because the COVID, it, it manifests in the lungs. And if you have bacteria in your mouth and your gums are bleeding, it can be transferred into your lungs. So you've got to be careful. You've got to keep your mouth healthy. Yes. Yep. Food for thought. (laughs) Good information. So I'm going to hop up to be healthy. We all want to be healthy in more ways than one. (laughs) Absolutely. So everybody have a great day, and we'll be back here tomorrow to listen to Victoria doing leading us through a meditation. So that'll be very exciting. Get you all absolutely. I agree. Weekend. (laughs) Okay, guys. Take care. Talk to you tomorrow. Take care. Love you guys. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Oh, also.